Seattle's Morning News. Dave Ross with Colleen O'Brien and Chris Sullivan. The confirmation hearings for Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson are over. And you might wonder, why did child pornography come up? Why was the questioning so intense? Why was Ted Cruz asking questions and not letting her answer? Well, former State Attorney General Rob McKenna has an explanation for that. Our conversation is sponsored by Madrona Financial Services. And you were telling me that uh, she is one of the few justices who has had recent trial court experience. Well, it, it, it turns out that Justice Sotomayor was a district court judge, a trial court judge for six years before she went to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit. But I recall her confirmation hearing being about her appellate record. But because uh, Judge Jackson has spent most of her judicial career as trial judge, that's where most of her decisions have been rendered. And that means it's all fair game for the questions about her record overseeing criminal cases in particular. So when they when when she was being cross-examined by the senators for her sentencing, for example, the child pornography case, and she explained that uh, while her sentences may have been in the low end of the range, she takes each case individually and is looking for a, a proportionate sentence, one that makes sense in the context of similar crimes committed by other people. This is the reason that we call them sentencing guidelines. Obviously, the Hawkins case is the most controversial because she sentenced that 18-year-old to three months mm-hmm. when prosecutors sought 24 months. But it's notable that the amount of time the prosecutor sought for that sentence was a lot less than the sentencing guidelines would have permitted. And it apparently is because Hawkins was young and you know was not uh, engaged with child pornography for the length of time that many defendants are. We can all choose to disagree with her if we want, but it's why we have judges is to exercise their judgment. As I understand it, part of the one of the reasons you would give a sentence at the low end of the guidelines is because you've been told that there is a, a good chance the person could rehabilitate himself and become a normal member of society. Sure. At the same time, a purpose of criminal sentencing is punishment. Right. I thought Judge one of Judge Jackson's most effective moments during the testimony was when she talked about receiving a letter from a child pornography victim, a woman who had developed agoraphobia and would not leave her home because she believed that people she ran into would recognize her from those horrible images right. on the internet. Uh, that was very uh, that was very powerful, and and uh, she used that as an example of how she justified sentencing people to much longer sentences in child porn cases in some instances. So, you know, look, what's happening here is you've got three future Republican candidates for president in Senators Hawley, Cruz, and Cotton, who are trying to make their points or really zeroing in on the on the child porn cases, on the soft on crime argument which is what Republicans have successfully done versus Democrats for quite a while. And we're on the upswing for that trend right now because of the upswing in crime. So politically, we're seeing a bit of kabuki theater here. On the other hand, you look at senators who are not running for president, like John Cornyn of Texas, and you saw a much more traditional, much more civil exchange where he asked thoughtful questions and actually allowed her to answer them without interrupting her, unlike <laughs> Cruz, Ted yes. Cruz, which is just, just over, the, over the top. Well, and when she talked about her, the way she comes to decisions, uh, how she tries to assess the original intent of the, uh, of the law, th- that's a conservative principle. 
you know, based on what she said, uh, she does have a somewhat conservative approach to her role as a judge, which is to, as Chief Justice Roberts famously said, call balls and strikes to interpret and apply the law as she finds it, not as she wishes it to be, uh, and to rule without fear or favor. Now, having said all of that, there's a big difference between appellate judges and trial court judges versus the Supreme Court. And that, of course, is that the Supreme Court justices make the law. I mean, I always found when I was at the court, they asked me a lot more questions about how a ruling in my favor, my client's favor, would have uh, what, what practical effects it would have. They asked a lot more questions about the record, about the underlying mm-hmm. facts in the case. They're very concerned about what the implications of their decision will be. And they'll ask those same questions of the other side in the same case. They'll say, well, what if we ruled for you, for your side, counselor? What, what, what happens then? Because they're very concerned about real-world impacts because they do make law. By the way, given how upset Ted Cruz is about the uh, lenient sentencing guidelines for uh, people who collect pornography, do you think that uh, he will he will do the work and campaign now for tougher sentences so this never happens again? Yeah, well, the, you know, you're, you put your finger on an important point, and I, I thought this was again one of one of Judge Jackson's uh, better sequences when she was answering questions because she kept reminding the senator and other senators who brought up those cases that you know they make the law. Uh, you know, and so if they want tougher sentences for child pornography cases, it's within their power to pass them. Other than that, you know, she as a judge has the sentencing guidelines and she has the law as she finds it, not as she wishes it to be. Uh, and I thought she threw that back at them pretty, pretty effectively. And uh, it's the right answer, of course. Former State Attorney General Rob McKenna. Rob, thank you. Thanks, Dave. 